Good evening and welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Backstage Pass. I am your host, Vince Edwards. You may know me from a couple closed roadie groups we got on Facebook, one called Death by Loadout, another one called The Backstage Pass, and uh, you may have also run into me at Sound Image Productions. With me tonight is my good, good friend and co-host, Kyle Thomas. How you doing, Kyle? Not too bad, brother. Another day, another dog biscuit. Man, did you see I got three boxes of dog biscuits in the office? I did. Did you see that? Yeah, I'm keeping Yeah, those. they're going to stay there. Just waiting for you to do the right trick, you know? <laughs> I, I, but I got you covered is what I'm saying. I appreciate it. I you. got you covered. But this is he knows good. how to keep me around. Yeah, dog biscuits. Food really is a secret to you, it seems yeah. like. Food and you got to feed my tapeworm. If you, if you keep my tapeworm happy, yeah. I'm going to stick around. Yeah. No, I figured that out like a year ago or so. <laughs> like he really needs food. I think he has a tapeworm, and you confirmed it. And then we just keep jamming food down your gullet. Well, yeah. I mean, most people just call her Tina. So Tina the tapeworm. <laughs> when I'm usually grumpy, it's most of the time you've got to feed Tina. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> Listen, I will not. I'm going to make a pledge to you right here, right now on TV in front of all our friends. I will not let Tina starve. Thank you will you, not brother. go hungry. <laughs> All right. Thank God. I got you. I got you. What's up this week? What, what did we run into? We had an interesting week, didn't we? Yeah, well, I just want to thank Jeffrey Raz, Raz Butin, that the fucking legendary gentleman that he is for last night, Wasn't last week's show. It was amazing. Yeah, me and him hung out till like one in the morning. You guys went home and we kicked it for a while and caught up. You know, we don't get to see each other enough, and I love the guy. And it was it's, it's just an absolute pleasure. And as you know, when we're together, when us guys get together, we don't always go into the deep, deep weeds of the histories that we've shared. But that night was a full walk down memory lane. You remember that time? Remember? You it know? sure was. And it was just super fun, and I loved the guy, and so it was really great, and he came all the way up here. So it was it was an exceptional uh, interview, and I had a really enjoyable time. Yeah, such a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he did good, too. Yeah, good, good good person. Yeah, we also got our Patreon account set up, so, you know, we're, we're doing this for free for you guys. So if you want to donate, if you want to get a shout-out or something like that, you uh, you can just donate a dollar and we'll give you a shout out on here. We'd love to get it going more and more uh, once we get some tiers set up. I think. So are be- you referring to that this show is is easily as we make it look? It actually takes some dough to get things done. There's some production costs, some food costs. Yeah, <laughs> the tapeworm doesn't feed itself. Yeah, exactly. You got to um, keep Tina other, happy, and uh, and right now she's feeding do. herself. So you know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You know, I, this is a thing with that. So I'm going to suggest, because I struggle, as you know, to, to solicit money from anybody. I run all of the things that I do, my pages on Facebook and all this, uh, at my own expense and my own time and so on, because I enjoy it. And it's something that I enjoy doing. And yeah, I, do, I love man. our industry. And I so I kind of want to represent it the best I can. Every morning when I come in, I come in to you pooping and on your face. That's really nice what you just said. <laughs> That's so great thing, I'm really glad you're sharing that with the people. Let me tell you, my that morning is not true. I don't. My do that morning behavior. consists. I've never of, done that behavior. No, I don't no, even know what he's talking no, about. No, no, we're gonna put, we're gonna make it very just, clear. Uh, no, me and Vinny's relationship. Don't make Every single morning, I walk in to get my coffee and start brewing up a pot for everybody, and I ask him, "Vinny, you pooping and smoking cigarettes in there?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, give me five, maybe thirty minutes." <laughs> At least I'm honest with the five to thirty part there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but and I don't drink coffee, so you know, I got no reason to come out. I know I have no reason <laughs> to talk to you, but I still do. You know, if you're gonna make me a nice glass of water, I'm fucking all over it. I'll be right out. You kidding? You son of a bitch, telling the people that story. That's an awful story. 
You're such a dick. All right. Some of that is true. Some of it is not. You kind of figure it out for yourselves. Well, um, so speaking of new habits that we've formulated, yeah. uh, we have, we've been having Polly's band come in. Polly Montero, yes. a yes. guest on the show, uh, I, SIR. I got a thing. We got a little pin from him. Mike, you show him the thing we got. It's pretty got badass. A couple of selected heads in the audience, the Noah Beards, it's Charlie Zerikis. I can think of a couple others. I'll leave that a mystery. We're going to send these out to you. These are cool little metal pens that came from my heavy memory. We dig them. The, yeah. kid, the guys gave them to us last night. They're a great band. And uh, we'll send them a few of them out and about to our, to our loyal brothers and sisters. So that was fun. Yeah. And they were shredding last night. They, dude, that right was, here in this very spot. They they've were been getting it. great. We've been doing rehearsals here for, what, this is like week know. five now? I think week it is four or five, yeah. They've been killing it. So yeah. it's been a pleasure to have them in. And, of course, we have a bunch of Diablo Digital's equipment installed, not only for the show, but also for, you know, doing all the recording and everything. Well, Diablo Digital, so we can explain this to the people. So Diablo Digital is a, a company that's in right here in this building with us. Uh, and so it's a like a B2B, brother-brother company type situation. And that's Greg Price and Brad Maddox. And a lot of people know those names. That's probably number one and number three best engineers in the world. They've Black Sabbath, Rush, uh, some of the biggest bands. Right, even the, even the bands that they're not out with, they have their yeah. recording equipment and their console rentals out Exactly. That's what Diablo Digital does. They make custom Pro Tool rigs that go out with Rolling Stones, YouTube, Metallica. And uh, when those shows get captured, they get captured on Diablo Digital's equipment because these guys are known for making the most hardy... I mean, these, you, you could damn near drive a tank into them, and they're going to still capture your show. Well, I mean, let me tell you, that kind of just leads right into uh, this gentleman on the table. Oh, geez. Uh, if you piss off Brad and Greg, yeah. we have your replacement. Yeah. We haven't come up with a solid name, mm -hmm. so we'll call him Vinny 2 right now, but he's a Vinny very two. simplified version, pink beard and uh, a small Sharpie. We've designed it with one eye so he can see less and we get away with more. <laughs> but uh, if you piss them off, this is your replacement. <coughs> I even have another beard color just in case people don't like pink. So are Ooh. you saying if I'm not playing my cards right next week, I could be replaced? Very easily, Vinny my two, friend. The one Vinny I two. host. Mike, Mike's back there with I the microphone. I think the audience should vote he on could... this. Go to the YouTube where do we yeah. have a subvert? You know what? This, this? This, ha this has to be it. We're posting a YouTube poll about yeah. this. Yeah, we're going to pull on this. Now, if you think that Vinny 2, one-eyed, yellowed guy, he's got cool hair. I'll give him that. He does, man. Would be a better host, then we may have, I may lose my job. But, yeah. you know, I, I just want what's best for the show. <laughs> give the people the best show. If he can do a better job, well, I'm going to let them decide. Yeah, yeah. We'll it's put it up on the YouTube but, poll. You know, we brought it down to that. So we'll throw up a poll on it. You guys can vote on it and let us know. Uh, because, you know, it's a valid thing. The guys are complaining. I, I run them ragged. So uh, you never know. I mean, next week, it might be a little easier show. A little slimmer. He might have a totally different interviewing style. He could be an extraordinary know. interview. That could be fucking the next Dan Rather right We'll there. try we him know. out. We'll try him out. We're going to find out. Right. We're going to find out. Hey, and another thing, uh, Ian Peacock. Ian Peacock. Across the water, across the pond, we got your stickers. The AC. legend in his own right. What is that, Ian? Who is that? Is that AC Zemantis custom guitar? I think guitars? those are your stickers, what? bud. We got those for you, Daddy. All right, so Ian asked us to reach out and collect these up for him. He's across the pond. We did it. I'll send them off to you, baby. Keep an eye. We just wanted to let you see them on the air. Yeah, and the last thing I really want to touch on is uh, the good news of hearing outside land 
at least planning a Halloween show, 30, 31st, something like that. I don't know who's performing, but it was yeah. such good news today. We don't know who the lineup is. No, I don't. I it's a, do it's, research, you know, it's just good for eighty to 100,000 people for three days in the park. This is Golden Gate Park, one of the coolest places to do a show. Absolutely thrilling. And they have seemed to book it. You saw Coachella got moved into 2022. Did you see that? I did. Things are starting to move yeah, around. But it is a little moving. That's the fourth time Coachella's moved. Yeah. But I really feel like we were just talking amongst ourselves about this Outside Lands, which, is again, is a huge three-day festival. I think The Who was last last year. Was it The Who? The Who yeah. and Metallica headline? Uh, regardless, it's a big fucking show. And... Um, and they're they're going for October, late October, you know, Halloween area, and that sounds, with all we know right now, that sounds very doable, very yeah. doable. So I'm, it's so I'm it was so cool crossed. to hear it, man. It's yeah. like it's something's coming in. So oh, and do, oh, look, your wife, your shows. wife chimed in. She had something to say to you. What is? I can't read that from here. What's that say? Poking the bear. She knows I was fucking. No, it's above that. You. It says Kyle, stop picking on Vinny. He's going to destroy you. There's well, some. Then, see, he hasn't popped could, his teeth out. The only time I need to start running because I'm, I'm faster than him God, is Bob. when he kicks out his teeth. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Jackie, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> this is my love of my life, my beautiful Jackie. All right, guys, listen. You good? I'm good, brother. You got biscuits over there? I, you got stuff to keep you busy? You have my biscuits. All right. I, I got I'm, I'm about to do the same with Bob, if, and I just want to make if, sure you're okay. Well, dude, you I and, want You to. and Vinny, too, hang out. Make sure he's got the guy on the screen so him. he can see the show. You know, He's good with me. You dude. get him in training. All right. It's, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And, Nate, thank you for We treat him right. He's, he's from my hometown. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm not going to allow that to be talked about. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to just deny that it even happened. That's fair. That's fair. The people that know will know. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll get around to fucking bumfuck Idaho in a minute, but let's let's get on to the, the action, the oh. meat of this whole damn thing. The reason we're here, people, we're here because, you know, we're as we always say, we're very lucky on this show. We have some extraordinary friends, some wonderful, incredible, lifelong friends that do crazy cool shit, and tonight is just no exception. We've got a guy that's known in the, locally. He's kind of a, 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 a celebrity, a legend in our area. Uh, he's known as the voice of Napa Valley. He's an amazing, extraordinary guitarist. I cannot stipulate that enough. Ex- exceptional guitarist, has an incredible band called Deadlies, has done and worked uh, to and fro. He's a PA to the stars. He's a stagehand. We've come up with him in some of our biggest venues. He's usually the guy dealing with the stars, keeping them out of our hair and, and keeping them right. And they just love him. We love him. He's the one. Oh, oh, oh. He hosts his own radio show. Get this. He has done well over 100 episodes. we got a, a relatively large channel up here. It's called KOFY, I think. KOFY. We call it coffee. Uh, he's, the, he's the guy that hosts the, the million-dollar movie type thing. I mean, it just we're going to get all into this. It's the one. It's the only. It's the great Bob St. Laurent. How you doing, my brother? Hey, Benny. Way good to see wow, you, Daddy. Man. Way good to see you, baby. Wow. New Hampshire in the house. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's enough of that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or he's in trouble right now for the whole bathroom thing. He's not getting out of the seat on that one. All right. Listen, it really is great to see you. It's been too damn long. I know we've both been stuck up in our in our, our abodes trying to stay out of the way, you know, keep ourselves healthy. We're not young men as it were anymore. What have you been doing to keep yourself busy, my brother? I've literally been watching this show <laughs> from the boat, you know. Well, there's an hour a day. That's <laughs> that's an hour that I can catch with yeah. just me and my cat on the yacht. And, uh, you know, just trying to podcast on board and 
go do four hours of radio a day, and that's it. Little glass box, back to the boat. You well, know? you always, you've always had your your hands in the radio world, and you know you're an excellent DJ. You, you really understand how to put place things in order and get it so there's a flow and a rhythm to things. And I've always kind of wanted to steal a little bit, copy your style. Um, it's all yours. Thanks. <laughs> Let me ask you, you know, I mentioned that you, you got into the biz. I know you early on from places like the Shoreline and, you know, running right. and doing running and gunning. How did you get into, uh, into the business? What what led you to the, to, to the live production world? Okay, so I'll do it a, a brief thing. So in the beginning, there was Tony Isabella at AKG. Yeah. So she worked, she helped us with St. Laurent. So I was in the BGP office. When things got slow, well, why don't you just get a job? You know, because we were whining about money. Yeah. So I did blue coat for I think there was me and uh, and Jimmy and and another friend and and uh, one of the other hair brothers. We couldn't do security because they have these. The, parent, you're not allowed to pile drive. Okay, yeah. this is bad. It's frowned <laughs> frown on the pile driving. No yeah. pile drive. But in the day, they come over the front of the wall. Yeah, you yeah. know, they come over. Yeah, yeah. And at the third time, you collect them and drill them into the ground. You drill them yeah. because that's yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah, get two for free. Down. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then you huck them you know, or if you push them out by their arm, things, you know, yeah. so they decide, do something else. What else do you want to do? We'll bang some steel. So it started at a day on the green banging steel. Yeah. And then from there, it just, you know, I figured out, go up. Yeah. Get yeah. out of the way. Rig it, baby. Just get to rigging. That's right. Get to high flyman. That's right. And did that with the dead for a while. And, you know, did the climbing carpenter trip and the, just worked every every part. Just stay up in the air. Ended up at Cal Expo. I think in the beginning I was training with Fred White. Wow, Freddie White. Fred. I got to get Fred in here. The shit he put up with. Fred, oh, my God. Well, that know, man's a saint. You know, he's a, he's a little cantankerous at this point. And I think he'd be an extraordinary interview. What do you think about him? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah if you can get him to tell the stories. Thailand, yeah. Good luck. Uh, no, Fred. Down? Fred was the best, man. Yeah, but, yeah. boy, just don't be late to a call. And no. I don't care if you partied all night. You're going to work. Get up there. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's your fault. No, no excuse, Fred. That was your choice. Yeah, that's right. Fly. Yeah, yeah. get it like, done. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're get hanging trust in the back of Cal Expo today, and you're going to do it. That's right. <laughs> like, so you learn quickly, you know. So I just worked my way through there, and then eventually everywhere. Worked for Danny Nellis with the Union for a little bit in the Greek Theater and yeah. Zellerbach, you know, Cal Performances. Absolutely. So worked everything there, you know. Yeah. At the same time, so... Always had the band, and that's how we keep it going. And then you just yeah. do both. So I've always been on both sides. And yeah, yeah, you've always uh, you seem to be able to occupy both sides well. You have your showman side to you, and your backstage guy side. It, well, that's it. But I figured after 20 years of working the deck and work yeah. working, yeah, yeah, that's when I figured out time to go to the office. <laughs> and I I think it was Dars because I'd moved to Hawaii. I thought I'd retired. Yeah, opened a flower shop and an art gallery in Pa'ia Maui. And thought I was retired, and I ended up coming back, and Darcy calls me. Oh, boy. Because she knows I'm back on the main. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, she wants to check the shoreline. Yeah. yeah. What are you, come on down to shoreline. Just yeah. run. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, just work in the production. I go, I don't want to work. No, you're not working. You drive. And it, yeah. And then I went, okay, once I did that, then the well, next, I don't know. I, I enjoy her a great deal. She was always so good at that job. You know, she had her hand in the, all the pies that were, everything that was going on. She was just she could make it go yeah in her yeah. little list yeah, and she's yeah. settling at night yeah. she always just got it it's like yeah. i watch her no matter what we all been going like 16 18 hours just this tiny little thing yeah <laughs> anybody like keeping all of us heathens Ooh. going and yeah it was always uh, kind of spectacular to me you had time with uh, bill graham as an artist yeah talk to me about that well that was the first That's like i think around. about two and a half years or so yeah and you know honestly one of the biggest 
honors that I still to this day. Here, I'll give it to you a short story. So, yeah. remember when, uh, what was it? The old Waldorf Wolfgangs, the one that burned yeah. down on Columbus. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, fucking. Wolfies. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It was. Uh, uh, I know exactly what you know which about. one I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that had fire. Yeah, yeah. So the posters were all on the wall. Well, I had a box of posters with five of the posters that burned. And I walked into the office and I go, Bill, I got some of those posters you lost. And he said, Go see Pompili. So I went over to Pompili's office and go, yeah, I got posters that were on the wall. And he goes, What do you want? I go, Nothing. It was just, there were there were five of them. He's all, Talk about you don't want anything? Cool points. Hold on. So he, yeah, but he picks up the phone and he goes, Cool. And he signs a check and goes, Bill says, go over to Guitar Center, buy a bass. Oh, and I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't, he, go buy a bass. I'm like, okay, but here's the good part. So remember, it was around, we were on A Street. It was right. around the corner. Yes. GC was right there. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy and I walk over, and I pick out a 76 Fender Precision. It's on the wall. They want 1150 bucks for it, right? Oh, dude. So I tell the guy, look, see the check? I know you put no more than 200 bucks in that. I'll give you 350. Take this check back to your boss in the back office and tell him what's up. Yeah. And come back. 350 bucks. Yeah, he says you can have it. 350. Here you go. Whoa. I go, cool. Give me the receipt. Went right back to the office, to Bill's office. <laughs> I go, Bill, thanks for the base, man. Here's a receipt. You look at the receipt. Nice job. <laughs> I was <laughs> I making a point. You know, I appreciate what he did, but yeah. I want him to know I, I ground, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm that, not paying full pop with your open check. Yeah, that, that was. Pretty perfect way to handle that. He was big on like clever, you know. He appreciated clever. He, he appreciated Wiley, you know that. Kinda, right. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that was his deal. And uh, it sounds like he handled that just perfect. So, and then from there, obviously, I was fine in the office. So I pretty much got to do it, you know. Uh, where I wanted rare, to go. Rarefied space. It, you know, to be working in that office with those people at that time. We were just walking around the office. Everybody was. Yeah. Everybody was there. A little pachinko-ish, you know, and uh, people coming and going. And I mean, this is the, really the who's who of the game. Right. And it's hard to explain this to folks that maybe don't understand. But, you know, it was not unusual to see the dead walk through with a fucking jet, the, the airplane or fucking Santana to be just kicking it, strumming. They were doing something. Somebody, was, there are always yeah, people in the just, office. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a normal day at, at work. Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, I feel like some of the guys that get to be in the, the Bill Graham days uh, is kind of a special time in rock and roll. I know? got a coffee table from the office, you know, when we closed it down? Yeah. I got a little black coffee table that's on the yacht. It's oh, like my little Bill table. It's that's, like, That's yeah. pretty cool. Like, there it is. Yeah, one day that thing one will piece. be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or some crazy shit. Yeah. All right, listen, I'm going to dig around. You know how I do these things. I'm just going to wander around like an aimless drunk in the alleyway. Um, okay, in, in your career. Uh <laughs> Tell us about the time you were in. You uh, were driving around uh, with Tim McGraw, and you had a little bit of an altercation. What happened there? What, what happened with the Tim McGraw situation? <laughs> tell people. That's a funny one. Tell to come people up with. what you did. Okay. <laughs> so I tell. I think Ronnie was working Gate D or whatever. And, yeah. But I tell. Okay. So we're gonna go out. So block my road because I'm gonna jump with the Suburbans, and we do a motorcade. And so here's the deal. Just block it so I can go up and make my turn. So as we go out, they go left. Right? Well, so I go left and go, where are we going? I'm following the cherries. Yeah. What are you doing? And I get the road blocked right there. And I'm like, no, 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 we're stuck. Wait, wait. So Tim's going, we got to go, man. And they're starting to get up on the windows, right? Yeah. And I'm like, boom. And I hit the cop. Move. 
And he's like, what? He moves like a Tim, hit him again, hit him again, Bob. <laughs> Boom, I hit the cough again. We gotta go. I kind of pushed him this way a little bit and did the rut, rut. You know how the berm was on the left? Yeah, yeah, rut, yeah. Rut, over the berm and then out and got to Shoreline Boulevard and around. But it was one of those, they're on the truck, Bob. That's funny. So what are you awesome. gonna do? I mean, the motorcades, there's nothing like it. Yeah, no, no, that's perfect. Especially because the cops gather around us, right? Yeah. The long hair's like, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. And I'm explaining, watch. Yeah. I guess, yeah, we're not, I can kind of tell them how we do it. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah, give them a little. I'll exactly. give you a little. So when we come out at night, you think everybody's still there, but I've literally got the truck on the deck, right? Doors are open. Yeah. Whatever, bevies and, and fresh clothes or whatever, because we're going to go from here to the jet port. That's right. Before you even know, Elvis has left the building. But they don't understand a lot of the, especially at that venue, a lot of those are fly dates. You know, some, right. of these are, some of these guys come in with their tours, but a lot of these guys are dropping in. They're flying in, yeah, whoop, you know, whoop. Paulie's bringing in the back line from SIR, you right. know, and so our job is to get them the heck out of there as quick as possible. As quick as, as possible. As sanely as possible to mitigate issues with the crowd. And you're kind of a doctor at that. And so sometimes it, it does help when the cops are on the same page, though. Right. You know, that that's kind of They were thing. usually cool. They're happy to be in yeah, on it. You know, you're yeah, running yeah. Steven Tyler. You're running whoever it is you're yeah, running, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, Bono yeah. has the flags, yeah, you know. It's, yeah. That's a good run there. Yeah, you know? well, he's, you know, he lives out loud, let's say. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, Cal Expo. This is one of the, ex <sighs> it's just, it's hard. If you haven't done Cal Expos, it's, it's kind of hard to explain them. It's, this is some next level shit. And I know you did pyro one year for Van Halen. I'd like to hear about that. Jesus. Fucking Van okay. Halen and the pyro. We were shooting. Cal Expo 3, I think. Cal so, yeah. And we were, Sam was in the band. We were shooting uh, Standing on Top of the World. So we're doing a video. Yeah. So the, you know, manager tells us, okay, let's um, do, take the pyro up, man. Triple it or something. Triple it. We need bigger pyro. Bigger, big, 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 big. It's, it's, so we tripled everything. Didn't really. We just tripled everything. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of math involved in it. Wasn't, this. It, this was was like, it was a little bar. Make it big, just make it look bar, really man. cool. So when we hit the fireworks, you can watch the video, you'll see it, it goes. We've got the roof, but there's that door. We, you know, the door we go through on top was yeah. still open. Yeah. So some of the shrapnel went through and caught the manager and hit him, and he was on fire by backstage. <laughs> Fred was at that gig. I think he might have laughed on that. That's fucking funny. <laughs> and he was on this gig, I believe. Jimmy Akbasky was the engineer for that. Really? Uh, and and we kind of, I believe we touched on this subject a little bit, but yeah, fucking hilarious. Just <laughs> It's like, so perfect, so rock. It's like nobody really got hurt. It was rock and roll. It was, it was a little light fire. It, up it was a little baby fire. It was no big. You know, we, we tapped him fire. out. He rolled around a little bit, and it was fine. He was fine. It was rock and roll. I mean, some bitch. That was uh, a day. So I know you spent some time with Madge, the great one. Uh, you know, she's kind of the Elvis in her. Uh, well, I was going to be mean there. Uh, she's big. We're talking about the course Madonna, the lovely Madonna, and that you'd spend some time with her. Tell us about the man-sized tissue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll we're going to keep this tight because M was like, there's an NDA, and I, I would never give up her secrets. No, 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 we're just asking you to break it in. This one here is just cute because she has tissues that come <laughs> in a flat box yeah. like this, this right? Is, these are not the everyday. This is They're, not fucking Kleenex. This is some next level. Man sized tissues. Man sized tissues. Hun, could you get me some man sized tissues? I guess. What do they look like, Em? She's just, they're like this box. I'm like, is this European? Because <laughs> I don't know what this <laughs> flat box. Yeah. They got them. So I go out for like four hours and I'm like failing my mission. You know, as, yeah. as a PA, you do not fail no, your no, mission. You, you come back with the shit. You, you, you're yeah. a shoreline, you'll drive to Napa or, or Santa Rosa well, if you need something. Do. Whatever right. it takes. That's right. 
I can't find the tissues. Four hours, I call back and I, and I called her assistant. I go, tell him I still haven't found them and I'm out. She goes, oh, tell him, don't worry about it. Come on back. Uh, okay. You know, you just spent a couple hundred bucks for me to go look for tissues. <laughs> like, uh, oh, no, I'm sure she was sweating the no, financial she didn't care. side That's of that. Why, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I learned to, you know, go just whatever they want. Gotta Mariah Carey likes the caramel popcorn from Ghirardelli. Yeah. I know that runs happening if she comes in. Yeah, yeah. Well, stuff like that, if you have a, you know, a repeat customer, as it were. Right. You can kind of uh, fill in some spots before time of. But sometimes I think, you know, a real PA is uh, is not uncommon. You know, throat coat on the fly. You know, go out and get some weird shit that isn't necessarily at every, you know, at every Walgreens or whatever. Right. And uh, and and so that's, some, you know, tricks we keep over our sleeves to, to make it happen. We want our artists happy. We want the show to go well. And, you know, if you're, if you're Mary J. Blige and you say, I want you to go get me some vodka, tell us about how Mary J. and her vodka runs go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... With Mayor, she like she likes the uh, the Escalades. She wants us all to drive Escalades. Yeah. it's just a thing, okay? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can see that. So it's eleven thirty. They're done. With, they're done with the gig. We're at the Coliseum. Yeah. Can you run and get us a couple cases of Absolute? Somebody give us about they peel off like three, you know? And I'm like, pow. Uh, okay, Mayor, it's three. It, we're in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a black Escalade that's blacked out. I'm going to go downtown with three grand in my pocket to the liquor store? You might not come back. Yeah, I'm going to need another <laughs> truck. So I got another truck to escort me to go get the vodka, and I went over to Jack London Square. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, the JB Warehouse. Or Absolutely. Whatever you know, and then had the truck behind me, then had the manager push it out, because it might have been five grand. I don't know. It was a lot of vodka yeah. and a lot of money. Yeah. And that But he, the nicest part was, honest to God, a week later I get this. We're so sorry that you had to go do that dangerous run, and we appreciate it so much, and thank you, blah, blah, blah. Love, Mary J. Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, well, that, that is it, my, well, on my shit. That's one of those things yeah, that's out. It's like, act. Mary, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah she's really? a class act. Uh, you know, that's, that's the payoff. That's the trophy. Well, she's a true professional and... Uh, class uh, act. What a hell of a singer. I mean, nobody can... No. I mean, she, she can really belt. She's an excellent singer, but really understands the game. And her peak was a treat to work with. And she was always uh, very gracious to the folks around her, you know. One of those artists that understands it's good to get the crew on your side because right. we'll pretty much do anything for you if you're acting right. And, and Fact, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's almost no hurdle that, we, no can't, no. that we can't uh, surmount uh, with the proper kind of motivation. And a lot of that's just treating each other good, you know. Um, speaking of class acts, talk, tell us about your first time with David Bowie. Now we've all got a first time with, well, not all of us, but many of us have a first time with David Bowie. Now, you know, it's hard to explain this because, you know, you know you're going to deal with David Bowie. Right. So in your mind, you're like, fucking, I'm in, Ziggy Stardust is coming in here. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's as big as Jagger. Yeah. It's, it's literally, it's yeah, yeah. Bowie. So you're like, you're right. like every nerve in me on waiting for, and then, he, then the fucking, the, the, the great white Duke walks in or whatever they call it. And walks, and it's, a, it's a moment. Right. It's hard to explain this to people because we, to have David Bowie kind of roll up on you and say, hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. it's a little anticlimactic because you're expecting maybe this big, giant rock star persona. He's turned sideways and he's very thin. You know, he's a kind of he's tall, a thin, but sharp guy. dressed. No, he's, he's you know, like a, I think he had a powder blue suit the first time I met him. Just simple with a t-shirt. Yeah, you very, know? classy fucking guy. Yeah, classy guy, but just so aware that we're having that moment. 
that each tries to make you feel better. That was my exactly. experience with him. Exactly, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just, it's just it's a very enduring memory of uh, the couple of few times that we were able to work with him and how gracious he was. You know, um, I was digging through something last week's guest, and this was just sitting here on the desk. You know, when we were out with Prince, I was digging through some cards, and I rolled up on this old working pass from uh, Prince, uh, looks like 2007. And, and that was one of those rare moments when, uh, same exact, exact thing, because I had, I had dealt with him on both sides of his personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not the same thing as Bowie. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, the but, maybe from a distance, it's the same thing but, as Bowie. But, yeah, but, once the interaction happens. Prince, Prince is, is a special case, but he, uh, you know, <coughs> at that show, I remember distinctly him being extraordinarily receptive. And Dave could do that. How was your time with Dave Bowie? He... <clears throat> I think by far, because I had that built in my head, yeah. and I'm going to get him at the jet, and it's like, I don't even have a, a jet request or the club request, or it's just pull up out front. And I'm like, that's weird. Is he going to have a big entourage of security and stuff? Okay, I got enough room. All right, we're good. So as soon as I pull up to, like, the Andrews jet port yeah. and put it into park, he's, I see him walking, like, right at me by himself, yeah. and he, I look at him, and and do a hey, and he just opens the door. Hello, I'm David. Yeah. And he just leans in there. I'm like, hi, I'm Bob. I'm gonna be your PA. I know. You hungry? I'm like, yeah. You like sushi? Let's go get some sushi. I'm like, I'll find a bunch of And from there, just, I went, wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm driving going, all that time that I was thinking, what the hell's Bowie gonna be like? He's gonna get in and go, hi, I'm David. Go get some grinds. Yeah. You know, and Pretty that's normal, when yeah. I learned. He showed me that when you hit a certain level, woof, you're right back to just just treat me like a regular person. Yeah. I want to have a regular. Well, you know, you know. this is, uh, I know this part is, uh, it's a while back, but it was after he had moved into New York, and I think that, that changed him a little bit, you know? He was he would walk to the streets. And in, in, in New York, it's a little different than in L.A. Right. Because the people will see that it's you, and at most kind of heads up you. They let you be a star, and not, and they don't hassle you for the most part. You can literally be Robert De Niro and cruise down, you know, Greenwich Village in, in, or anywhere in, in Manhattan, and for the most part, you can kind of live your life. And I think he got accustomed to that, and the, kind of the American sensibility with that, and it, it seemed like it transferred into his um, his backstage energy. So I always enjoyed the game. Class act again. Super class act. Evenings with Eric Bardu. Oh. We can go down quite a road on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, honestly, I want to, yeah, just because of the time that it is right now. Literally, when it came into the office, who wants Erica Badu? There was this thing of people thinking that she was racist, right? And I went, I don't think so. I'll take her. She turned out to be the, let me tell you what happened. Okay, she's a vegan. Yeah. Soft-spoken, lovely woman. So immediately we had a rapport. Honey, can you get me some, just I want noodles and this and that. It's real particular. I went, yeah, there's a chef. I can go downtown and I'll get it for you. Cool. Did you have that ready? Like, when we get off? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. She yeah. went, oh, you're just, a, she, you're just a love. Hugs. The whole, and I'm like, this is one of the nicest women I've ever met. You guys didn't get it. You don't understand. Yeah. Don't listen to what people say yeah. ever about people you haven't met because they can be so far off, man. Yeah. Routinely. So, we, she gets off the show. I think we're at the Fox Theater, Oakland. Yeah, Sold great, out. great venue. Yeah, killed it. She gets down, She gets in the van, and I've got her noodles waiting. And she sits in the front with me, puts her feet up on the dash, band gets in the back. She goes, you want to hang out tonight? I go, absolutely. 
What do you want to do? She goes, let's go to the city. I go, okay, we're going to the city. I'm driving there. Got any coordinates? Where we should go? Yeah, just get off here. We're going to get off on the first thing. Okay, well, okay. Well, okay, yeah, we're going to the punchline. I'm like, it's like 1230, so don't worry about it. So just find a place for us to park. Your security, just walk with us. And I'm like, you know, it's honestly one of the biggest honors I've ever had. I'm the only white guy. And I'm like, look, these are the nicest people I've ever worked for. They're taking me out to go somewhere to the punchline when it's closed. Yeah. We go to the back door. This black seat, they knock, the thing opens. Come on, come on, come on. We all go in. And I'm like, what are we doing? We're going to hang out with my friend Dave. So we walk in. I kid you not, Dave Chappelle. It's freaking Dave Chappelle. And her <laughs> sister's with us. And I get to meet her family. And we all sit at this table. And I don't drink. And they're like, sure, do you want drinks? You know? Well, how about a cookie? My sister makes great cookies. So I, I'm eating a cookie cookie, right? Yeah. And I sat there from 1 till 4.30 in the morning while Dave worked out his, his routine. He oh, just okay. needed to, like, work it out. And he was friends with Erga. Yeah, that's And good. so it was, hey, bring your friends down, bring the band down, come down, I'm going to work on some material. Very One of the best nights of my running career ever. Yeah. I'm like, nicest people. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it just shows, don't ever judge people, man. People are people. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's some folks in the game, we were talking about this earlier, that have kind of have a rep, some reputation that they've acquired through the years. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a generalization because so often it's really the night you catch people on too. It can, it, some people are just misunderstood right. and misrepresented with a kind of generalizations. Other times, you know, some guys are like, just like anybody. You know, some nights you're more down than others. And, and uh, we you can have a bad night. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And, and somehow or another that becomes your reputation, you know. And, and, and a lot of us behind the scenes will talk with each other. And, you know, one, it takes one guy to kind of throw the idea off of what a person is like, what an artist is like to work with. I know you're wearing your NAMM shirt. Always. Yeah. So it's the, every you know, year. It was a bummer that it, it, <laughs> they, they didn't have a show. This so year. sad, because yeah, that's where we all see each other every yeah, year. Yeah. Hey, everybody's in the same place. We're all at the hotels. Yeah, there's parties right, every right, night. Right. You know, Parnelli's or whatever it is. Right, and, and you and make your sponsors happy and go, you know, yeah. wank in the tank somewhere. Right, right, right. Do right, your right. thing. Yeah, they should be back. I guess they tried to do a little thing. I know the boys at Signal to Noise podcast did a little thing with them. Uh, so it was a streaming event, but it was, you know, it's so night and day different. It was just no way to recreate the NAM experience. No, because you can walk around the court, you know. Is it, is it, is it oh, look, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you know, I, I mean, was anybody. They should have had, like, Don Dawkin walk through the set on the on the streaming thing, you know how it is? Right. Don's always, like, wandering. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like, Everybody's some, some wandering. Like that, you know what I mean? It would have made it like, yeah. more like, okay, this is NAM for sure. Yeah, yeah I get By it. By day all two right. or three, we're all, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just going yeah. up and down. Whatever. Uh, so you mentioned that you, you spent some time with Iron Maiden, one of, uh, one of the best live touring bands on the world. And, you know, a unique cast of characters, an incredibly oh my God. bitching crew. Talk to us about your time with Iron Man. Right off the bat, I think it was Dave Murray goes, are you? Excellent guitarist. Excellent fucking guitarist. <laughs> I'll say it. Dave's like, are you a fucking musician? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm a surfer. He goes, good. And I'm like, wow, that was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You answered that went, one the right way. Wait a minute. Like, Hold on. Okay, don't be a musician. I'm a surfer. And I am. So I was like, yeah, I surf. No, yeah. I'm just a surf, right? Yeah. But all, one of my all-time favorite bands growing up, I can't go. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Steve Harris? Really? I mean, come on. Steve Harris is a god. Steve, right? He's a fucking god. <laughs> That's yeah, a, yeah. you know. So and and from a young bass player on, it was that was Steve Harris was the guy. But I didn't tell him that. 
But these guys, as you know, they roll in. And they're, they're like, they're like cowboys, man. They just yeah. leathers and and they hit it. They're sad and then leathers and then these guys have been doing this since the late. I mean, they just I mean, they, they got this down. They roll, yeah. man. But here, I can give you one. I'll get I'll give you one, and I'm sure they wouldn't be mad at me for sharing this one. And this is the only one I'll give you. We get to the jet port. You know the one in San Jose. I do. Okay, around the back. So you go to the gate. Gate opens. You got to go to the yellow line, right? And then what happens? You wait for the gate to close. That's right. Then you go to your jet. That's right. These guys want, having it. These guys want to go. Yeah. And like, managers sitting next to me in the front, and they're screaming, "Just fucking, just go, Bob. Let's go. Let's go." They're fucking like it. And I look over at the boss, and I go, "What are we doing?" He goes, "Go." Like, all right, this is going to be nuts, man. Whoa. And so I punch it, hit out like to the tarmac and make a left. And that's our chat. I go, yeah, I know. It's not hard to spot. Uh, is, that, is that the one that says Iron Maiden on it? Is, it that, no. is that the jet you're talking about? But I kid you not. I see the yellow lights start coming out. And by the time I get to get in there, get him for the pain, Bob. Get him for the pain. <laughs> 11 trucks are chasing us. By the time I get to the jet, there's 11 little bugs hauling. Like, oh, no, no, no. And I go to the nose of the jet, like right next to it. And I go, you want help? And they go, no. And I look out to the security guys, and I'm all, they get, and they go, we know. Stay in the truck. Yeah. We know. And they all kind of do this. Oh, God, help us. Let's just get them back in their plane and get them out of yeah, here, yeah. They, they just, The headache would be gone if Let's they just, just allowed they us just to They just boxed us. Yeah. And then once they got on the jet, uh, you can go. And I'm like, if that had been me, I'd be freaking shot and jail and uh, at least thrown down on the ground and beat up on the ground. Anything, yeah, 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 any, yeah, but yeah. no, it's stay. You can go. <laughs> I like working for Maiden, man. They know this is a little game they play, so they know that they're going to be able to get away with this, right? You know, they, and I'm they, sure it's exciting to scare nine, the PA. Yeah, <laughs> nine times out of ten, they get away with it. You know, maybe somebody, old, some officious little asshole, will be like, you know, but um, yeah, it just makes it. It's a little bit extra fun. Sometimes working for your heroes, yeah, can be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Am I now? This was a little vague to me. I wasn't sure about this. Did, did you actually work with Gibson Guitars? You have some kind of project you did with them? Oh, I'm, well, that's, yeah. Interesting, you pulled that. Yeah. I'm doing, I, do a, I do a charity benefit uh, golf tournament right. up in the Napa Valley. Well, why don't we speak to that whole, the nature of that? That's a very specific thing. Okay, so, well, I started, you know, because I've been a radio, and the morning radio guy for, I don't know, 12 years or whatever. Yeah. You know, we always have two jobs, mm -hmm. unless you're on the road, but I wasn't on the road. So I started at radio, and it just kept going. So many years later, I figured, well, my turn to try and figure something out. And the pound, because I work with the... Uh, the shelter, Napa County Animal Shelter, Yeah, they were low on food, and I'm like, how is that possible in the Napa Valley? And that's where I got the idea was, hold on, I'm going to do a little tournament at Vintners, we'll do nine, and I'll give you the money so we can buy food for the animals, because I have them on my show every week, and, sure, we, sure. and we do the adoptable yeah, trip. I love fur buddies. So I'm like, what? Low on food in the Napa Valley? No, we won't buy them food. Right. So I had the first one, and it went really well, sold and plus, and gave them some money, fed the fed the animals, and went, okay, so now this year, come to this year, I went and talked to a couple of the mayors, and they said, go, do it, go. I'm like, can I do a tournament? Will it be all right? They're like, yeah, no, we need to get some things rolling. So I started another one, and then I joined a friend, Katie Hamilton Schaefer, who owns Feast It Forward, because she's really good at it, and, yeah. I, and, I, and she has a lot of you know friends too, and I went, 
Katie, you want to help me do this? Yeah, and brought in my other friend, Kelly. So anyway, it turns out Gibson is working with Feast It Forward. She goes, well, wait, Gibson might be in, because what do you want to do? And I said, well, this year, I've been working with the kids at the Napa High music program. They don't have guitars. So I'm like, let's get them all a guitar. Hold on, I'm buying guitars. Wait, we're going to get Gibson? Hold on, let's put them together. I'll buy the guitars cost off the money, and then I'll shift them and bring them over to the high school. So, boom, partnership was formed. Pretty sweet. And so now I called, like, you know, the teacher last week. and went, How many kids you got in the class right now? 28? I went, cool, thank you. 28, okay, I need 28 guitars, please. So we'll get them. Uh, we'll fill it up. Sounds perfect. You're going to we'll do that it. with you gotta, that. The, pro the thing, we got to keep actual musicians going. I get all the other forms of music. Sure. But, but where we come from? We need kids that beat on things and play basses and guitars. And I, I have to admit, I do struggle. That's, uh, so music to me currently, you, you know the kind of music I'm down with for the most part. We <laughs> yes. played on the set here. You know, yeah. we've made a role very similar place. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I try to step into the fray. Now, I'm going to sound like an old fuck right now, but I try to put my ear out to what's going on right now. We just had this little weirdness with the Grammys that a lot of people are talking about, and I'm not going to go down that road. I don't have an opinion on it. But a lot of times I'm listening to this shit, and it sounds like a lot of buzzers and bells and beeps and bops. And yeah, a lot of finger work. <laughs> not, not the kind I'm used, not a lot of fretboard work. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's where we come from, it's how uh, we were raised. It's I just know. we know, we want to hear the. Yeah. I need feel that. the. I, I mean, I need that. Right? You know, but not from music. a boop, boop. It, it just, it's. It, it, you know, I, this, again, because it makes me think of, like, my parents when they were tripping on us with the punk rocker or, or some of the hard rock shit that we got into, you know, when right. Motley came out or when we'd be listening to Iron Maiden. You know, and they thought we were listening to the devil's music and we were right, yeah, Maiden was, hand was the devil's music. You know, so I guess this is a thing old people do as you don't understand what's going <laughs> on. You're basing your judgments on what has come before. Right. The one place I, I struggle with, and I don't know if you notice this, it seems like the young people don't have any intellectual curiosity for what's come before. Why is what you have now? Where did that? What was in? What did that? Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah, and and so the, it's the checking back a little bit. That I, you know, it, it would be shocking to me to think that we might have a generation that doesn't never heard a Led Zeppelin song or a Pink Floyd song or you know some of these masterworks, what? even uh, Duran Duran for that matter. Right. You know, <laughs> um, you know some of these extraordinary bands that came before that influenced many of the artists that now play through these kind of alternative ways um, we have what, to back up to Chuck Berry see fucking ain't right right the I mean master. you gotta go to Chuck Berry the then Walker. you can move but if you don't back it up to Chuck you don't get it you we, don't know where it came from we had one of Chuck's engineers on here and we were talking about Chuck and, and of course it had no choice but to come up Chuck was uh, Chuck yeah <laughs> it was a badass but Chuck was one of the guys the rule setters of like this is how you do this business you want to get paid you want people to treat you respectfully Followed the Chuck Berry rules. The Chuck Berry rules, which is pay me before I go on. Before I go on. <laughs> well, I'm not going on. I will pick up my guitar and walk out and be gone. Yeah, like Chuck was Chuck was a badass. You've probably seen that documentary footage of him going off on Keith Richards. Because Keith uh, Richards couldn't play along with him. Uh, it, yeah, it was, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I sat there so long ago. <laughs> so That's awesome. Keith Richards, man. And, and Keith uh, is, no. You can, uh, yeah, and you can see Keith's like, he doesn't know what to do. Nobody ever talked to Keith Richards that way. He don't. It's like it's awesome. Dude. And Keith is so cool about it. Yeah, he, he knows. He's fucking dealing with Chuck Berry. It's Chuck Berry. He's not the legend in the room. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry's a yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the Godfather. The You're just a kid right now, and right. you should shut the right. fuck up. And listen. And Chuck was not 
beyond smacking a bitch. I mean, he Snack would put hands on. He was very known for putting hands on. And so, yeah, you got to take it back to the take beginning. Take Jerry to Chuck, Lee Lewis. The, and then, yeah. You know, some of these, these five, little Richard, frankly. And now, oh, my God. I mean, really, some would yeah. credit with being the, the guy who invented rock and roll. Yeah. And it's, it's just there's a rich, rich history. And I, I, I hate the idea, that, and I could be wrong about this, that it's not being curated very well. It's not... It's not uh, transferring to the, the generations up as it should, but I guess we're just. No, they have think to see Bruno Mars was actually really singing. That's his song. Uh, you know, but, you know Bruno I mean? Mars. I give him he, that. But Tom, did he kill it? Talented little motherfucker. I mean, really strong performer. But at the Grammys, he, he was doing Lil Richard. I always, like, I always feel like he's channeling a little bit of James Brown too, though. You know. Well, there's it's, some. He always has some James Brown. Yeah, he's there. got that James Brown swagger. He understands. He's a showman. Him. Yeah, he's a full showman. He's an extreme expert. You know, uh, musician. He's the real deal. One of the few guys I can point to and go, keep an eye on that kid. That he kid's it. He's killing it so yeah. far, and I, he's got a bright, bright, like, feels like he may be able to carry some stuff forward and, you know, link it to the past and, and that heritage and that, that kind of connective tissue. So very special stuff. I know you went out on tour with a very special artist, a couple of artists, group of artists, Lisa Marie Presley with Billy Bob Thornton. Now, two different tours. Yeah, we toured. Is it two? I thought they were. I, the, the way I, my research, I found it in that is I was thinking they would be together, and I was trying to imagine that in my mind's eye because all of us together, that yeah, whole yeah. crew. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, Lisa's enough for one tour. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, tell and us about Lisa. Lisa, once again, all the way. You get that high look. Lisa just wants to be normal. Honest to God, she just sound check, sweatpants, and I don't mean Sean John's like Costco sweat and a and a t-shirt or a tank. It's sound check. Yeah. Right, and then she'll hit it at night, like the rest of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the road, she took care of us. We stayed like in the nice places, and we ate the same. Okay, I'll give you one. This is how cool they were. We're playing the El Rey, famous the, place. So the Deadlies, my surf band, opening. Yeah. And, yeah. and weren't uh, you the house band there? What's that? Were you guys the house band there? We were house band at Creepy Coffee. We were house band at Six Flags. We've been Six house flags. band at that's the yeah, one. Six Flags. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, that's fine. So we were so but. We ended up going out with Lisa, and so we were playing the El Rey in L.A., and we get done, and I don't know if you know Marciano, her uh, manager. Uh, it doesn't oh, my God, he's classic. Love that guy. Comes in and yells, do you own a fucking shirt? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, put it on. Lisa's taking you to dinner. I'm like, oh, I'll put on a shirt. Right on. So where are we going? Follow the bus. So we follow. We go to the Beverly Hills Hotel, and it's midnight. And I'm like, we're going to dinner at midnight? Yeah, we're going to the polo club, don't we? So we get in. They sit down at their table, and Priscilla's like, sit there, honey. And I'm like, oh, okay. So um, this is the whole family, right? And yeah. Lockwood and everybody. We're all there. But it's like, because we're in L.A., Priscilla's there. Her mom's there. Of course. So, and by the way, abs, man. Like, boom, she's got abs, Priscilla. But anyway, so, <laughs> so I think. She likes Priscilla. It's hard not to like Priscilla. She's a oh fabulous woman. To this day, just you yeah, look at her and go. pretty amazing. That, talk yeah. about a first moment of, uh, yeah. wow. right? Right, yeah. right, right. So anyway, we go in the polo club, midnight. You sit, Priscilla, no, you sit. I sit in the, and the uh, waitress or waiter comes over and says, I'm sorry, this table's reserved. And I go, Priscilla, we got to, and she goes, no, 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 you sit. And then somebody else came over and said, no, you guys got to move. And Lisa stands up and goes, you sit down. That's your table. I want you next to us. And I'm like, I'm, I'm cool. Okay, good. So then the, that dude, the maitre d' guy comes over, gets up in my ear and goes, uh, sir, this table's reserved for Lionel Richie. He's upstairs. He's on his way down. If you be so kind. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, yeah, can I have the table by the uh, piano? Sure. Cool. 
let's go, guys. <laughs> everybody yeah. up, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. up. And I'm telling, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. We're going over by the piano. Okay, if you're okay, it's fine. But it was like, they were not letting them mess with us. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like we're all like the, the same level thing. They just, the, the respect. But then when the man says Lionel Richie's coming downstairs to have some dinner, I behoove you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move my butt before yeah, Lionel gets here with his people. He's kind of Lionel Richie. He's Lionel Richie, and when I meet him, I yeah. don't want to be the guy in his table. Yeah, there's an interesting fact about Lionel Richie that was went a little unnoticed, I think. And and of course, why wouldn't it? Lionel Richie in the Arab world was number one on the chart for six years straight. Now, Lionel Richie, the, the Arab folks, for some reason, they love some Lionel Richie. They, they love, hello, you know, he, that guy, can, he has sold millions. It, it's incredible. We were in a rock war, too, and this apparently was the, the song list. This was the playlist to that whole war. Everywhere the, the soldiers went, they'd, they'd be coming out of their houses. Lady. Um, yeah, lady, exactly. <laughs> they just... They just, they eat up some Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie was a badass, and many of his incarnations are extraordinary. He's an extraordinary cat. Yeah, once again, like one of those icons that you yeah. see and you go, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know. oh, isn't he in uh, the Commodores? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, Brick House little, and all that. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 he just yeah. sort of, yeah, just, since we were kids, yeah. seventh grade, yeah, yeah. you know, I rubber band man. discoing to Lionel Richie. <laughs> yeah, shh, listen, we grew up in a weird time. <laughs> you still like girls, we want to go dance. <laughs> it's a real thing, man. Uh, my brother's probably tripping right now. He just said Roller City. He'll know exactly what that was. What was that? Be nice about Don. He is done. <laughs> 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 I love when my brother inter interacts with the show. I mentioned earlier that you worked for Coffee TV. You did the uh, Creepy Coffee Movie Time shows. You did 134 of them, son. Yeah, eight seasons. It was awesome. What did you do? So explain it so to So we them. had a cave band. Yeah. And there was the host, Ball Rock, and No Name from Live 105 and every other station. But sure, sure, sure. sure. Name. Um, and uh, Ball Rock was our demon. And then we had uh, a lot of women. Yeah. You know, we had cave girls. Well, that's always been that your stick. You cave. like to bring the production value. There was some production value going down, and we had a cave that was built. We lived in the cave, and we played in the cave, and we had guests come over, and we'd play really bad horror films two hours every Saturday night at 1130. It was super fun. It was like sending the kids to bed, man, because you're about to get uh, Creature Feature meets Elvira meets uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, yeah, a little, it's a little bit of everything. Little girls. Yeah, you covered a lot of bases there, but not Bob. Yeah, it was <laughs> towards the end, I'm going, how can I keep doing this show and be like, you know, doing Napa Valley Radio, to, you know, attending these nice events, but yet I'm on this show. Uh, yeah. But hey, we grew up in San Francisco, you know, we're, we're but, Bay Area people, so that was our people. more of an acceptable liberal approach to having a couple, uh, you know, uh, opposite versions of thyself, you know, the daytime Bob. And right, the daytime Bob, and the, the nighttime Bob and horror the, the, show. The late night Bob. Well, you remember, okay, when back in the day when we would play Broadway, mm -hmm. right? I love what did we do before the show? Oh. See, and we've never yeah. talked about this, but you know what we did, right? Yeah. Because it was right there. That's right. And it was only a quarter. Only a quarter. Okay? And this was the 80s. You wouldn't know about this. No, he we didn't have these he things. He wouldn't even around. We yeah. didn't have any no. of that. No, no, no. That did no, not No, we exist. could hardly even get a tape. Yeah. But for a quarter. Yeah. We, we could get... Yeah, I'm <laughs> Every time you play on Broadway, any of the yeah. Stone, Rock on Broadway, Ma Mabuhay Gardens. Mabuhay. Uh, these are, those are three of my favorite places. The Mab, the first Mab. show I ever played at the Mab. Yeah, I mean, that place is legendary. The, the, I think I uh, was uh, reached out to uh, Ted Hatsusi, who, who uh, used to do a lot of the engineering at the Mab Fab. And of course, you know, that place is 
seen virtually every. They were coming up. You Devo, Pat Benatar. Uh, I mean, everybody was in everybody that joint. played in this place. You know, the yeah. first time I saw Metallica was there with my brother. We were, See? Yeah, yeah, you know, it was like, and they were like kids. They had like acne and shit, you know. It was, yeah. and there was like 40 people in there maybe. And, you know, it was, uh, it was it, that's that place. So it's going to, I want to dig around the history of that place. That's it's, where we grew up. Absolutely. We literally grew up in those clubs. Ground. And then later came the Omni, but we had Keystone Berkeley, Keystone yep. Palo Alto. That's right. The, you know. The Corona places. We, yeah. yeah. Bobby, Freddy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just, hey, listen, I learned a lot. Hey, many a Thanksgiving dinner on that stage at the Stone. Bobby would sport for that for all of us uh, rock and roll waves. Yeah, one day a year he wasn't at total. Uh, let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Leave it alone. Uh, let's talk, tell me about the Bobby Ricky show, which, of course, the plan words of Ricky Bobby. Whoa. Is you and your brother. You and your good Very good. My buddy, Big it. Rick Stewart yeah, from, yeah. Uh, you know, K-Fog, K-Fox, k yeah. K everything. Yeah, yeah. Big Rick. Yeah. So also my golf partner. And we were doing some radio together at uh, at the Vine at KVYN. And then he moved on and gave me a call and said, hey, let's uh, let's do a podcast. We'll call it the uh, Bobby Ricky Show. And I go, why wouldn't we call it the Ricky Bobby Show? You're bigger than me. He goes, no, no, no. It's taken. It's taken. Bobby well, Ricky. Well, we'll follow so that. They own that. And I went, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. All it right, works. let's do it. So we just... Started our little podcast, and now it's grown, and we do a podcast, and it's kind of fun. He's in Yachtville, and I'm on the yacht floating, and we just, you know, have guests with all the Zoom stuff now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to look at it. Even if we're just doing audio, uh -huh. we still Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a very logical pursuit that way. Are you still involved with the 93, 99.3 The Vine? Yeah, I'm the uh, afternoon anchor now. Apparently, we have new owners. It's big media. Uh -huh. Now, so it's uh -huh. all about all the different platforms. Yeah. And they're like, we want you to take the middle as the spot. And I'm like, I'm doing mornings for a long time. And then they, no, no, no. We think, and so they put me in the middle. And now, poof, I got some, you know, it's getting good. It's going well. It was, it's doing well. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah all, it's all good. Yeah, you're a natural. After a couple letters to the paper about where's my, I brushed my teeth to him in the morning. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like, <laughs> don't worry. I'm just, I moved a little later, you know. It works if you stay up at gig and get home at 3, 4. Uh, then I can, like, be in at 11 and go, oh, well, living the life. Yeah, I can see where that, 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 that jives with a, a little easier on your schedule, maybe. Well, they, it, it just works out. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the bosses were saying. And it's quite honestly, yeah, the deal was a good deal. So, sure. Sure. I love my job. Love so, uh, we'll just keep doing some radio. And then it works. If I got a tour, I could take off. So 99.3, these guys can find you uh, Monday through Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. What time? Uh, 11 to 3. 11 to 3. I was trying not to go into radio mode and start yeah, throwing all this to crap out. It's, it's <laughs> late. I'm on your show, man. <laughs> Tell your Alexa, play 99.3 The Vine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that was actually pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank that, you. That had a little, little fucking. I put a little on A little it? flavor right there. That, was, right. that was sweet. Uh, we know you, you have this unique situation where San Francisco State bestowed you with an associate professor degree. Did that happen? No. What, what's with this? Who wrote this? Uh, I don't know, but it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I helped a lot of expressions. You know, we do studio etiquette with yeah. Jack Douglas yeah. and expression for 10, 10 years. Hey, you know Jack? No, but you, you, you taught at expression? Well, I worked with Jack. Jack was the teacher, and then we help uh, do the studio etiquette and the finals. I think this one right here went to Expression. Did you go to Expression? I sure did. Did yeah. you go through Jack to get out? I did, yes. Uh, what did we play? Too, I think. Uh, you very well. No, I think you were the class before us, potentially. 
Okay, because we, Jack, else. will bring the deadlies in, yeah. and it's our job to torture them and make them be cool. So, under pressure. Yeah. So that's right. I mean, that's basically it. Oh, it's definitely. It's studio etiquette. It's, like it's studio etiquette. It's, it's, man, if these people are paying 400 bucks an hour, then you, when they ask for something, you got to... Get it done. Get her done. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Put your finger on the fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget that shit. Oh Put my your God. finger on the fighter. That's a little bit inside baseball, but that's a good line. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, house in Hawaii. You haven't been back for a while. Because it's been over. I don't even want to count now. What is it? 14 months or something? No, I got a place in Kauai, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, retire again to Hawaii, which I did to Maui, did you know, 20 years ago. Now it's get to Kauai, but uh, this, this, you know, just got stuck for a minute. We'll get there in a minute. The second we can fly. I just don't want to do the 10-day. Oh, the quarantine. Right? I can, because yeah. I can see the beach, and I'll be going, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm going. I'm going to run. I'm, I'm going to make just, the run. I can, I can make it. Yeah. I, I know me, because I can make it. Yeah, yeah. Right? But what did they catch you? You get expelled. Yeah. You're not allowed to <laughs> play. The they don't play. Here's the thing, though. If you live there and you got it's COVID, like survivor. Yeah. If they don't oh no. Here, I'll give you a quick funny <laughs> story. Right off the I have Ohana there, so we talk every day, and I walk the property with my camera phones. Yeah. So this couple gets off the plane, right? Yeah. And they come down, and the and the cops tell them, you know, this is like during the thing, and they tell them, okay, you have to go right to your hotel, and they go, okay. So they get in their car and they drive out and they make a left. Now in Lahui. They're going to Princeville, which is right. They make a left. The cops see them. They go, "Woo, where are you going? I go, we're going to go to Costco and get some uh, food. No. You have to go straight to your hotel. They go, okay. So they leave. An hour and ten minutes later, cop friend pulls up out in uh, front of Foodland in Princeville. Is that their car? Hold on. Back up. Let's sit there and wait. <laughs> the couple comes out with bags of groceries. And the cop's here. Oh, hey, how you doing? Well, come this way. You just leave the groceries. Here, we're going to give you a ride. <laughs> so down they go, that's three. You're off. Wow. Took them down and said you could stay here or get back on a plane and go home. They decided to go home. No kidding. Yeah. Jeez. Don't play. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it's a sensitive subject. You know, they're trying to protect. There's only 70,000 people on the island. Think yeah, about it. It's yeah. the Oakland Coliseum. It wouldn't take much to send a ripple through that son of a bitch, would it? <laughs> yeah. Plus, everybody knows everybody. So, yeah. where are you going? Yeah. I like it there. Yeah. You have to behave. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It's family. It's family. That's actually there. a very good point. Yeah. It's when it's all, you know, a tribe. Yeah, yeah. You watch what you do. You get Absolutely. respect. Golf tournament. Is this coming up here in June? June 4th. June, June 4th. June 4th at Vintner's Golf Course, at Vintner's Golf Club up in uh, Yauntville. This is the Bob St. Laurent Classic? Yeah. I, I, that's what they usually call it. I, I haven't even made a poster yet or anything. I yeah. It's a, I don't know. It's a, I'll put Gibson. I got to work with Gibson. So we got meetings this week. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with the. Uh, as, uh, this is going to be great. Has Has Mr. Hat checked in with us tonight? No, he hasn't. No, Mr. Hat. All right, Mr. Hat. You're going to see this later. So that's Jason from the infirmary. He's also an extraordinary graphic designer. Bob would like to reach out to you. We're going to put you kids together. Bob's got his own things. Maybe we could do some graphics for him. <coughs> Bobby, we're going to get you together with Mr. Hat. He's an extraordinary cat. Super fucking on the edge, and, and yeah, yeah, he made our yeah. He's telling Vinny like, okay, man, listen, I need this in my studio. That's <laughs> yeah. the, your your version of it. Yeah, your, my your, own, uh, but like yeah, just yeah. The, the oh my god, I can see it. Yeah. You know how some things speak to you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh man, yeah. you 
Yeah, yeah you walk in here in the morning, go, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that makes me that's feel right. a little something, something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. It's fun. It's nailed it. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. We're gonna we're going to avail you of his services. I'm sure he would love to participate in your in your venture. He's a I'd love to guy work with him. Yeah, we'll bring him up to the friend. studio. We have a brand new radio station, so they made it's Rodeo Drive. It's all glass walls. Oh, and man, it's a little fancy it's, for us, you know, for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds pretty sweet though. Well, yeah, like like I got, I've gotten book. used to it now. <laughs> and I, all the pipe to everything and the glass and clean and, yeah. and art. And I'm like, oh, I work in a nice place now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's you, all man. good. My uh, gear is all brand new. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you deserve it, man. You worked your ass off for, the, for this uh, opportunity. You kill it. You got an extraordinary presence, voice, car, you know, uh, a certain genetic quad that you bring to the table. Ooh. Yeah, I whipped out some French on you. That just You happened. just broke down some French. You see that? Yeah, yeah, Being yeah. from a province pull. outside of Quebec. Uh, <laughs> a province of something wrong. I will pull out some weird shit like that. Listen, <laughs> my brother, it was an absolute treat to see you again. It has been way too long. You look great. You sound great. And, you know, just keep up the good work. Don't be a stranger. Thank you very much for coming all the way down here and having dinner with us and, and coming on the show. It's been an absolute treat. Well, uh, it's, it's been my honor. I'm honored that you had me on the show. Honestly, I thought, really? Can I do it? Yeah. But honestly, yeah, I'm humbled. And thank you, Kyle, as well. Definitely. It was great to hear your stories, man. Manchester, bro. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> McIntyre. Taking a cab, skiing down the There, I got a little New Hampshire trivia right in there, buddy. All right, all right, all right. I got a show to close over here, Back gentlemen. Nostalgia. <laughs> I tried, people. I tried to not allow them to have that moment, but I lost. I, I know, it was I, a little I'm rough. I'm glad you guys that. got to Broham up here in the New Hampshire style. Like <laughs> 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 your New Hampshire. Maple <laughs> 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 syrup and trees. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Listen, man, we, 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 you know, another. Great show. We're very lucky to have Bob out here. He's a dear friend and an extraordinary talent. And it really, if you get a chance, check out his, his podcast. They're really fun. It's the, it's the Bobby Ricky show, and it's wherever podcasts are available. It's, it's, a, it's a good time. Check it out. And if you get a chance, 99.3 The Vine. Bob St. Laurent, the one and only. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, listen, next week we got the one and only Anthony Powers. Now, I get a lot of heat from the, the lovely, uh, a, a fellow Hawaiian, by the way, John Del Rio, staging legend. Ah. And John Del Rio, of course, Del is Hawaiian. He's got a property right on the beach as well. And he's always up my butt about uh, getting some other folks in here other than my audio brethren. So, hey, John, for you, buddy, next week we're bringing Anthony Powers in. He's going to come in and he's going to talk lights. He's going to tell us why things twinkle real pretty and how he gets it to do, done. Your, so we, we're doing that for John. Your brother chimed in. He said uh, Metallica what? and chicken wire. <laughs> that's uh, that's inside baseball. We'll bring up that one next week. But George's talking about some early Metallica days. That was uh, when they would throw bottles at the band. And oh, the chicken wire was I the only thing that, that saved <laughs> you. Have to see. That was one of my dreams yeah. is like to play in one of those bars. Yeah. Oh, super fun. Yeah. Oh, super fun, man. You get hosed down, but most of the glass stays on that side. It works pretty well. So, cool. so <laughs> that's the thing. Early days Metallica. Um, listen, we appreciate it. Uh, Anthony Powers next week, Gliden Legend. Please tune in. 7 p.m. Thursdays. You know what we do. Keep doing what you do. Please be good to each other. Be kind and take care. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.